Condo investors, please stop doing this thing. Please, I beg of you. Find out what I'm talking about on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Thank you again for listening and tuning in. Really appreciate your time, taking your time today out of whatever it is you're doing and listening to what I have to say. So um, want to talk about this annoying thing that is driving me crazy. Uh, and from time to time, I get uh, I'm talking to condo investors who are doing this and it's it's got to it's got to stop. Stop doing this. This, you know, listen to my advice, please, condo investors and stop doing this thing. And that thing is uh, selling or looking to buy something that you already have or getting rid of something to um, find the thing that you just got rid of. Let me break it down what I mean by that. So um, I was talking to one condo investor this week and we were looking at a particular opportunity. They were considering it. They're going back and forth. And at the end, they decided, you know what, Andrew, this investment opportunity is not for me. Um, looking for something with, uh, reason being looking for something with better cash flow. So I said, okay, you know, that's fine. Uh, you know, everybody has different, uh, sort of standards or criteria of what they're looking for in terms of an investment or what kind of cash flow they are willing to accept or not fine. Um, but then they went on to say something, which, you know, this is the thing where my eyeballs like jumped out of my head and I'm like, what is going on here? They told me they're actively looking to invest, looking for something with a good cash flow. Why? Because they just, they have some money to invest that they just acquired from assigning another condo. And I'm going, hold on a second. You assigned another condo. I wasn't able to get the specific details on the condo. They didn't uh, respond back, but um, have to assume that they assigned a condo that they bought a few years ago. And if they bought a condo a few years ago, as, as anybody knows, that condo, if they had not assigned it, if they just closed on it, would give them amazing cash flow because anything you bought a few years ago at you know, the prices which were much, much lower than today and the rental rates are much, much higher today than they were a few years ago, it's a perfect storm. Anything you're closing on you know, in 2018 that you bought in 2014 is gonna give you amazing cash flow. So this person just assigned that thing that was giving them that would have given them amazing cash flow, and now they're taking the profit and they're looking to find something that's giving them amazing cash flow. Hold on, like what? <laughs> what is going on here? Why are you assigning a, a condo that is an amazing investment to look for something that is an amazing investment? Uh, you're not going to find it. Anything that you're buying pre-construction on paper today is not going to look as good as something you bought three, four years ago. That's just a fact. Um, that's just that's how condo investing works. Um, you you've gone through the incubation period. If you if you're if you're at the point where your condo is almost done, you've gone through that incubation waiting period, that pre-construction period, the three, four, five years, whatever it is you've been waiting. Um, you made a great decision when you bought it. You've the risk period is over. The uncertainty period is over. The market has gone up tremendously. The rental market has gone up tremendously. Um, it's a no brainer. You, you know, when you bought it, there was no guarantees, but now there is pretty much a guarantee. You just have to close on the thing and get your check, so to speak in the mail every month. 
by renting the property out and, and enjoying that positive cash flow and also enjoying the massive appreciation that you have on the asset because you officially now own it once you've closed on it. So that you've got that in your hand uh, and now you're giving that up and you're now looking out in the marketplace to try to find something else pre-construction that's going to give you what you already had. Like what? What is going on here? Condo investors, stop assigning your condos. That's my main message to you out there. If you're if you're new to the show, if you don't understand uh, my philosophy and what I te- what I always teach about assignments, is don't assign your condos. Assignment just does not make sense. It's not how you're going to grow your wealth in real estate and with condo investing. Buy and hold is what you want to do. Buy and hold. Um, I, every week I get people, uh, almost every day now, I, I'm getting people contacting me and saying, I have this condo, I want to sell it by assignment. Do you want to help me out? And I always ask them, why, I start with, you know, why are you looking to sell? What is the reason? And if the reason is anything other than I am desperate to sell, I am desperate need of this money, there's no way I can close on this property, then if, if it's anything other than that, I always tell people don't sell, close on the property, um, find a way, figure out a way, get it done. Um, in most cases, you know, it's not an issue at all uh, with most people, get, get it closed um, and enjoy the benefits of the decision you made years ago. Assigning your property, the CRA is licking their chops and they're hoping that you assign the property because they're going to extract more money from you, more of your profit they're going to take. Um, you're going to have to give that up to them. The CRA does not like assignments. I did a three-part podcast series on assignments. If, if you're interested, I'll include a link to the show notes in that if you haven't listened to that already on basically the whole three-part series is basically why you don't want to assign and why there's very few cases where it does make sense to sell your condo by assignment. But assignment, selling by assignment, it's a good way to make a little bit of income, a little bit of, a little bit of spending money here and a little bit of cash on the side. But if you truly want to generate wealth through real estate, don't assign. Buy and hold. Buy and hold. Uh, and don't just and take it one step further. Buy and hold. Refinance every few years. Pull, uh, pull that capital and the equity out of that property and use that to reinvest in a second or a third or a fourth condo. Um, and still maintain ownership of the first asset. So keep building your portfolio out grow your portfolio. Don't, um, don't just turn money over and flip money over. Again, it's, it's a way to make a little bit of income, but it's not a way, it's not how you're going to generate true wealth through real estate. If you're, if that is the thinking that you're, um, that, that you're, uh, under and that that's the strategy that you're using. So yeah, again, this, uh, this, this is something that's, has been on my, on my mind. And it's something that I occasionally hear from time to time. It's, it's driving me crazy. Please uh, condo investors. I beg of you stop doing this. Stop uh, thinking like this and start understanding that assignments are not the way to go. Um, you're never going to be able to find something as good as what you already have. Um, there's great opportunities to invest out there. But they have a tr- they have a tremendous amount of risk compared to, you know, just keeping the thing that you already bought four years ago that has already gone up in value that has already seen massive rental appreciation as well that will provide you with amazing cash flow and amazing refinance opportunity if you just hold on to it and close on it and are patient and take that money you know a year 
a year and a half, two years from now, reinvested then. If you're just dumping it out there as an assignment now, um, and then going out and looking for another pre-construction opportunity, uh, you're never going to find something as good as what you already have. And that's just the nature of the beast. Um, and four years from now, it's going to be the same pattern. Something that you buy pre-construction today, four years from now, it's going to look amazing. If you have it in your hand, cause you bought it four years before you're going to feel great. Um, if you're looking at something four years from now in the future to buy that's pre-construction, it's not going to be as good as something that you can buy pre-construction today, looking back on it four years from now. Anyways, I'm probably confusing the, the heck out of you at this point uh, with that uh, <laughs> that kind of uh, talk. But um, hopefully you get the sort of point of what I'm getting at here. So don't assign. Refinance instead. Always closing your properties. Hold them for the long term. That is the way you generate uh, wealth in real estate and condo investing in particular. But I also just want to touch a few points on cash flow. Again, this is a subject that comes up a lot with investors. Everybody wants cash flow. Everybody loves positive cash flow. Um, we're all looking for that as investors. But the reality is, in Toronto and the GTA, uh, really as a whole, cash flow is very hard to find. It's just uh, a reality. It's getting harder and harder to find. As the city matures, as the real estate market matures, we are finding ourselves going through the same thing that many other large mega cities around the world have gone through before us, the New Yorks, the Londons, the Hong Kongs of the world. And that is cash flow doesn't exist. You can't buy properties with small amount down in most major world cities and expect to get a positive cash flow. It just it doesn't work like that. That's not how uh, mega cities work in terms of the real estate markets. If you're looking for great cash flow, you know, the crappier the city, the worse the place that the job market, the, the, the fewer the Starbucks in your town, the better your cash flow is probably going to be, you know. So think Detroit, uh, you know, four or five years ago, that was like the cash flow capital of the world where you could, you know, you could buy a property with, you know, $20,000 and get you know, $1,000 a month of positive cash flow or something ridiculous like that. But, you know, you might have to put up with the odd murder here and there in your property. Uh, but uh, so, you know, on the flip side, you, you want to go to a, a, a property in, in Manhattan next to Central Park and you put 60% down and you're still negative cash flow. This is uh, the spectrum of real estate and, and Toronto is moving further towards the Manhattan side of things than it is the, uh, the Detroit circa 2012 side of things, right? So in general, cash flow is becoming harder and harder to find. But again, it's a reason to buy pre-construction. When you're buying pre-construction, it's not going to be built for four years. You're enjoying that four years of rental appreciation. So on paper, when you're buying it, your aunt, your uncle, your friend, whatever is telling you, oh, that's a bad investment because it's not good cash flow. Well, guess what? Four years from now, they're going to be saying, Frig, you're a genius. I should have bought what you bought because you're getting capital appreciation on it, but you're also seeing rental appreciation. So uh, by the time the property is finished in four years, the rents are much higher than they were when you bought it. And most likely you are going to get positive cash flow on a lot of these properties in the future. That being said, 
um, there are better cash flow opportunities, I would say, outside of Toronto and in other markets that are also uh, great markets and great cities to invest in. Hamilton, Kitchener, Ottawa being three great examples uh, of places to look to invest if you are looking for uh, better cash flow prospects than Toronto is offering. Those cities are great places to do that. So go, you know, quite simple, go elsewhere and look, look elsewhere. And we've got great opportunities in those cities right now. If you're looking, uh, if you'd like to learn more about them, just send me an email, andrew at truecondos.com. Call me 416-371-2333. Um, and finally, the last point, and again, I've done podcasts on this recently, and that is cash flow is overrated. This is somewhat a controversial statement that some people have said, Andrew, what do you, what do you mean by that? Cash flow is overrated. So while I've always preached, yes, you want to get properties with positive cash flow for obvious reasons, um, you know, you don't want to be buying things that are costing you money on a, on a month to month basis that are taking money out of your pocket on a month to month basis. The reality is, and, and smart, experienced, long-term condo investors know this better than anyone. That is the money. Most of the money you're ever going to make in real estate is not from cash flow; It's from appreciation, right? And you just, you run some quick numbers like, You'd be thrilled. Most people would be thrilled, excited to get, you know, $200 a month of positive cash flow on a condo, even though that's extremely hard to find anywhere. But if, if you do, you know, you're thrilled. Uh, if you get that 200 bucks a month, you know, 200 bucks a month is, is like 2,400 bucks a year, uh, five year period, you know, around 10, dollars $10, Well, over a five-year period, chances are whatever property that is, it's going to appreciate, you know, if you look at historical norms, it's probably going to appreciate by, you know, I would say at least 10 times the amount of your positive cash flow. <laughs> so, you know, like 100,000 versus 12,000. So uh, the, the, the money and the wealth that you're going to generate, uh, the equity that you're going to generate, is going to far, far outweigh any amount of cash flow uh, that you're getting. Unless you're buying in Detroit in 2012 and you are getting $1,000 a month in cash flow, but your property is, you know, five years later worth the same amount that you paid for it. Okay, then cash flow is like, yeah, that cash flow is very important if you're buying in, in markets that don't appreciate. But you're buying in a market like Toronto, like a Hamilton, a Kitchener, or an Ottawa, where historical long-term uh, appreciation rates are going to be in the 5 to 7% per year range, and that's just a normal sort of a thing that you can expect over the long term, you're going to make your money off of, uh, off of appreciation, you know, and that's, that's, the, that's the honest truth, and that's something that uh, a lot of people don't seem to think about, realize, uh, or, you know, a lot of gurus out there uh, real estate type gurus out there, they, they seem to gloss over that fact or they don't seem to um, emphasize the importance of that fact and, and they're, they're preaching cash flow, which is important. But again, in the long term, cash flow is pennies compared to the dollars that you're earning 
on appreciation. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope you found something useful from it. If you did, go ahead and share this episode with somebody that you know. Send it to someone. Uh, drop the link in your in your phone, in your uh, email, uh, text it to somebody, however you share it on Facebook, whatever it is, Twitter. I'd greatly appreciate that. And I'm sure the person who's receiving it would too if you found it useful. So thank you again for listening. Until next time, happy investing. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.